Buy your merch at madeitinc.myshopify.com. Any questions or concerns, send to timewestshow83 at gmail.com. On today's show, we have a special guest, Anna and Patricia, from the podcast That's The Why. And we also interview a bodily injury claim adjuster that lets us know everything we need to know about fraudulent claims. Enjoy the show. So tonight on the Tom West Show, we have very special guests. We have Anna and Patricia from the show That's Why podcast. How are you guys doing tonight? Great. How are you? Thank you for having us on. Yes, this is our first guest appearance. Hey, hey, hey. (laughs) (laughs) It's great. You guys want to introduce yourself? Tell us a little bit about yourself and your podcast. Uh, my name Anna, is, please. Sure. So my name is Anna and Patricia and I co-host That's Why. It's a comedy podcast. It's lighthearted. We have fun talking about all different types of po- uh, topics like boners and misnomers. Um, do you pee in the shower? Things like that. So <laughs> nothing is off topic with us. Do you Absolutely. pee in the shower? Okay. <laughs> I, you know what? If you don't pee in the shower, you're probably weird, right? If you don't, right? That's what I saw. <laughs> that's, well, that's what we found out. That's for sure. Um, but we give you our uneducated guests on whatever questions that you have. And we're just, like Anna said, lighthearted. And, you know, and we live in Utah. So we add a little element of the culture here as well. Absolutely. Right. Mm-hmm. That's great. So the guy that we're interviewing today, the man, the myth, you know, whatever, whatever you want to call him, the guy that has all the experience in the world when it comes to insurance, when it comes to insurance fraud, he's been in the game a long time. He's been with several different companies and he's also had his own business, right? Where he had dozens of employees. Right now he sits at a bodily injury claim adjuster and he's going to tell us everything we need to know today about claims and the fraudulent things that go on, especially during COVID-19, because everybody's trying to get a check. That oh, is correct. Yep. How y'all doing? Hi, Nashad. Good to hear you. Hi, Nashad. Glad to, glad to be here. Glad to have you. Glad to have you. So can you do, uh, introduce yourself a little bit? Just tell us about kind of what's your position? What does it entail? You know, what do you do? What's your day-to-day look like? Okay. Um, I'm a, you know, bodily injury claims adjuster. I uh, specialize with like low speed vehicle impact accidents. Uh, that's generally defined as, uh, no airbags deployed, um, you know, less than 10 miles an hour for, for the most part where both vehicles were drivable. Uh, so that's kind of where I, uh, specialize, but I do, uh, you know, uh, real claims you want to say with airbags deployed as well, but I probably specialize on the low speed and I, um, I'm basically work for the at fault party. Uh, so the person say hits you in the accident, I'm the one that you would deal with for, you know, your medical needs. So if you had injured or you had to miss time from work, I'm the one that evaluates that and, you know, ultimately comes up with the settlement within the policy. And if you have attorney, I'm the one that negotiates with the attorney uh, based on, um, you know, what I think the value is. And if it goes to court, I, you know, work with our own staff, staff counsel to, uh, to negotiate that before a judge makes that call. Wow. Nice, nice. 
Well, I mean, I think all of us can say we've had bad insur- insurance <laughs> experience before. <laughs> Definitely. And, Definitely. We can all say that. Yes. And I mean, I'm going to play devil's advocate. So do you get kickback for rejecting claims? No. Uh, basically, I'm, I, I basically say I work for, let's say you, you have insurance. Uh, you pay a premium and you get into an accident. I basically represent you. So, you know, whether you're if you're at fault for the accident, I basically try to, you know, pay the claim to, you know, pay what I think is worth without, you know, just letting someone hit a home run and cause your rates to go up and things like that. You know, so I just do all of that kind of investigation, investigative work and make an offer that I feel is, you know, fair and reasonable and, you know, protects you from, you know, from. Oh. Getting you know, exposed or anything like that, where it goes beyond your limits. Mm-hmm. Like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are you sure about that? So let's say if I Google your name, right? And I know I got this claim. I said, "Oh, this is a claim adjuster I got," and I hit you up. I email you and say, "Listen, just just run a claim up, thirty, forty grand. You know, I'll, I'll break you off. I give you ten, twenty percent." What do you say? Yeah, so, yeah. so I guess you're gonna be sell me. But how we gonna spend it? <laughs> Yeah, I guess. That is the question. How you gonna spend it? Because yeah. it's a lot of it's a lot of checks and balances. It isn't like, you know, I control the money and I can pay whatever, but hey, I give you this, I'll write you that, and you give me something back. No, it's a lot of different uh, you know, hands that, that watch over. It's a lot of actual actuarials, uh, a lot of things that go into that. Uh so it's you know, for the most part on the up and up where you get into kind of issues, it's not really you yourself is generally the other person, uh, whether it's, you know, someone trying to stage an accident or someone trying to say a friend was in the car with them when, you know, mm-hmm. let's say there was no friend in there, but you didn't, you know, take any pictures or cameras. So mm-hmm. now it's your word versus theirs. You know, I'm, I kind of, you know, help try to help protect when those situations come up as well. Mm-hmm. Now, Rashad, I have a question. Mm-hmm. Um, so since you protect the party at fault, uh, does their history matter? Like how many accidents they've had and how they get paid out and stuff like that? Uh, where history will, like what history will matter if let's say it comes to a word versus word situation. Um, and I'll just mention kind of states that I deal with. Like I deal with Maryland, New Jersey, Delaware. Uh, I have, you know, Pennsylvania, Virginia, uh, DC. Uh, so all of these wow. states, a lot of them with the exception of Delaware, Basically, if you're if the other party is one percent at fault, you can just deny that claim. So you don't have to pay for their vehicle or bodily injury. Delaware, you have to have you know fifty one percent has to be you have to have at least fifty one percent to get you know paid out. Uh, so that's like the one difference uh, from Delaware. But um, if it comes down to let's say you have you know five accidents or six accidents on your record, and the other person's been driving for thirty years, no accidents. And you have a word versus word situation, then credibility, you know, can't lead towards, you know, the other person, you know, in situations like that. Or at least that's what they would argue in court. Okay, I'm going to ask you something and don't lie to me. (laughs) Uh Are are Asian women the worst drivers? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I would say 100% yes. No, I'm just kidding. No, I haven't. I haven't. It's been kind of equal. Like I, I would think before, like before insurance, you think women get into more accidents. But from what I see, it goes, you know, it's both ways. I, I can't really say I've had just about everybody. But I will say, 
usually people who've had their license for, you know, at least amount of time just got it. I will see them a lot more often than somebody has been driving for a while. I heard a, but Kurt, I heard Liberty to say though, like, which, I mean, either demographic of age, culture, who gets into the most accidents, the most, the most. The most I'll say is generally on the, um, on the, the young side, I would say probably, uh, it's usually like, let's say a parent letting their 16 year old, a 17 year old son or daughter in the vehicle. They're generally the ones that I see the most in accidents or, the people that are over like 65 to 68 that, you know, reflexes are a little shot and they're getting into the, you know, majority. Um, those are generally the ones that I, that I've come across. I was talking to Al earlier today and there's a story about a person, a driver, he hit a pedestrian and the pedestrian sued the driver and the driver countersued for denting for the pedestrian denting his car and getting blood on it. Have you, oh right? Gosh. Have you had any weird incidences or very strange, bizarre stories of insurance claims like that? Um, I, I've had pedestrian. I also have had uh, dog bite claims. Uh, generally the ones that I would say that, that get into the weird categories when you get, uh, you know, claims that are, have some fraud in it, like some insurance fraud where you're having it investigated with like your SIU department, which is like your special investigative units. Uh, they're generally, especially in this time, you have some people from claims that I've seen where someone will say like their vehicle, you know, was stolen when somehow they had a friend or something take it. And then they'll have another friend, you know, corroborate their story. And then we had it where it was paid out and then come to find out um, the the insured and his girlfriend broke up. And then she actually called in wow. and said exactly what happened. Like, no, he actually mm -hmm. had such and such take the vehicle was here. Mm -hmm. And then that person got uh, set up. For, oh, uh, you after the breakup. Uh, I want to say they got prison time. And what happened <gasps> is I think the insured actually ended up dying for an unrelated accident. And then his friend who covered for him, who who had no skin in the game, just basically gave him a alibi. Wow. Is the one that actually got stuck with all the restitution <gasps> for what the company so paid how does out. That... Oh, I'm sorry, Mika. But how does that unfold? Like, so somebody does prison time. How does how does that unfold from you getting the claim to all of this stuff to you looking at this information and saying, oh, OK, I, I see where this is going. How does that unfold to you getting the information to somebody actually going to prison? Yeah, like, so what'll happen in, let's say, in that, well, I'll give you a different claim, but let's just say I'm, it's someone for, uh, like, in the shirt, they are, you know, saying their vehicle was stolen. And then you find out whether um, a friend or something calls in or you refer it to your SIU department and they look and they're like, hey, looks like we actually found, um, you know, some evidence just from canvassing some of the neighbors are speaking to them. One of the neighbors actually said, you know, they talked to him and this such and such person took the vehicle. They would then call that person. They would, if they get a recorded statement where they basically admit to it, then you refer it to what's called the NICB. That's the National Insurance Crime Bureau. And that's the ones who then investigate it for insurance fraud. And if they put that tag on it, that's where you get your, your sentence for, for insurance fraud. Is that, have restitution. is that department the same one that I see on YouTube? You know, they're like, this person <laughs> is had a neck injury <laughs> and I found her doing jazzercise and they have a video yeah. of them doing workouts. Is that who it is? No, it's so, well, I would say I, 
as me as an um as an adjuster we do some things like that like we'll search you know people's facebook or snapchat or things like that yeah that have it open that's not uh that didn't lock it down it's not private and i've had a claim where as someone it was in a very minor accident just saying that they can't work out and all of that and then on the facebook he's a realtor and it's a public page and you see him doing oh, workouts goodness. all the way through it and he said he couldn't work out throughout the whole day well I, uh, I got a um one of my investigators just to record it so just in case we have to use it i sent it right to the guy's attorney and the attorney dropped them they later and we just you know closed that claim out for just basically for just lying that is hilarious follow <laughs> like you they are not keeping track they're not keeping track of their actions obviously in a situation like that but do you have the other side where people don't want to file a claim because they were with someone in the car that you you can like you'll try to get that like uh, you'll have some where maybe someone wasn't supposed to be driving let's say they're a restricted driver and then um so basically even if um you know in the accident nothing's going to be paid to them because they're a restricted you know driver but you'll have here certain things where they were in a car with someone else they just switch seats and have another person like man he wasn't even sitting in that seat he was like the other person was the driver like little things like that um what about you know, the adultery kind, of- kind you know when they they have like a yeah yeah the adultery where they're oh. just like oh i got into an accident and then the girl was giving the guy a blowjob and it was uh, actually- or anything a <laughs> hand job a hand yeah, yeah. You didn't have two hands on the wheel. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've had, I've actually had a, a claim where um, our driver, our insurer, like hit the other person's car, and he was saying that the other person stopped, you know, short for no reason. And then he said, once they got out the car, he understood what the reason was. He's like that person had a prostitute in the car with him when he came out. He was like, <gasps> he down, his kind of pants was up, so he was getting a little something oh. prior to it. And out here in Maryland. In Baltimore City and in Baltimore County, the cops are required to have a, you know, a dash cam. Um, excuse me, have their body cameras on. So I was able to request that. And you can't see when the guy gets out of the car, you know, his pants and zipper and all that stuff is down. Uh, so that was one wow. that you were able to, I was able to get out of that claim, you know, for that, having that evidence. I would be a horrible, That's I would be amazing. a horrible claims adjuster because I would try to <laughs> zoom in and all the photos. You know, zoom in closer to see what's going on in there. <laughs> Close up to, you know, what was distracting them. <laughs> yeah, what's up? What's up? No doubt. You're like that. <laughs> That's hilarious. Your Honor, Your Honor, I had one hand on the wheel, but the other one on the stick. The other one on the stick. So when it comes to COVID, like, have you seen the uptick since people are not working? You're seeing more fraudulent claims because compared to these numbers I'm looking at, it's like $40 billion a year, and it's like a criminal enterprise of just cases on top wow. of cases being, you know, FBI, <laughs> investigations, just like you said. So, it looks mm-hmm. like the numbers went up. So, do you see more cases now than there were before, or how was that in the last year? I wouldn't say I wouldn't say you see more cases, because it's generally, especially, like I mentioned, I do specialize mostly in the low-speed so a lot of times it's like you tap yeah. somebody like you man you know they're not hurt mm-hmm. and the other person's like, oh yeah and they just tell a doctor anything but if you can't prove you know like if you don't have like a dash cam or something to prove like how minor it was they don't take the estimate you know basically you're giving someone six to eight weeks to whatever to treat for you know that's where most even uh most doctors if they're trying to testify your injuries they'll at least give you six to eight weeks so you're just basically giving somebody a free 
a free check in there where I'm seeing most of where people trying to claim is that a lot of people are out of work. So generally you'll see lost wage, uh, lost wages trying to be included in claims when let's say that company mm. is not even, you know, having people in there, but they're trying to do something to get money or you'll have uh, people saying, Hey, just say I was in a car with you just so I can get mm-hmm. maybe, you know, six to eight weeks of that. Cause I'm not really getting paid or any money, you know, I'm working at a restaurant. There's no customers in there. So I make tips. So, Hey, just say I was in there with you. And because of that, you can go to a physical therapist that'll say, Hey, don't go to work for three weeks. So even if, you, even though you weren't working anyway, now you at least have a claim saying, Hey, this doctor says I couldn't work for three weeks. So, you know, I I'm entitled to this and you're, you're kind of seeing certain things like that. And depending on how you investigate it, um, depends on if you're going to pay that or if you're stuck paying that because you, you know, you didn't do the right work. So now you're giving somebody a three weeks when you can call that employer and find out, hey, this person's been off the schedule for the last two months and, you know, not have to at least pay that part. Right. When you see claims, does it make you lose faith in humanity, seeing how much fraud is going through? I would say to a degree, it's definitely eye-opening. Like, I didn't realize just, you know, like, what people can claim. Like, me being on this side, I now I know what, like, how much someone can get least out of injury claims, so how much you need to have on your policy or what they can say, and it's basically nothing, you know, that you can do for it. There's certain venues that you live in that somebody gets, you know, hit in. They can basically get whatever they pretty much want within let's say within your policy limits like there's a certain way to claim it and it can be a tap where you have zero damage on your car and zero damage on their car so i would say for that that's been eye-opening which is why i'm now a huge proponent getting uh dash cams like you Mm -hmm. definitely want to have one if you can get a front and rear uh can save you so much money like that's probably that's a great piece of advice Mm -hmm. because there are so many people who are out there to scam everybody Yes. Wow. Definitely. Nashad, I have one more question. So you said no airbag deployment, Mm -hmm. but since it's 10 miles, like low speed, right? 10 miles per hour or less. What if by some crazy chance, have you had a case where it's actually deployed like on accident and it broke someone's nose? Like, have you had some crazy bizarre? No, I've had, I've definitely had some, uh, like some airbags in there, like, cause I, now I specialize in low speed, but I do, you know, all the claims, like I've been doing it for a while. I get, you know, other claims and I've had, you know, I've had some, you know, people running stop signs or, you know, making a, you know, a U-turn right in the middle of the street and you have airbags come in. I've had people, people lose their whole, <laughs> say lose their fronts, like basically out there whistling now, like with the airbags knocking their teeth out. Like we've had that. I've even had a lady where her airbag went out. And from what I found out, like once I got to her medical records and stuff and looked at that, that she said that she like when she got hit in the car in the rear, it caused her to, you know, to shit on herself. That was her. <laughs> her thing. So she was almost trying to get more money mm. on the claim for it because that's something that's embarrassing. That'll have value to it. But come to find out she was just making that up what she was like she had like when you went through a medical record, saw that she had a whole lot of. Uh, you know, heroin and all that oh, stuff. So what she was doing was she ran into she the medical to dump her stuff out before the cops came there. So that was kind of where the issue was. Wow. And once I kind of, you know, put that that together, you know, at least lowered the value on that one a lot. Dang, that's a lot of investigative work. <laughs> you got man. to. You figure you, you paying for insurance, like you definitely want to, you at least want to know if you tap somebody, at least 
your company has your back because a lot of times you pay all this money, you never really see anything from it and you never use it like on yourself. So to just have somebody you tap, you know, jack your rates up, you at least want somebody to at least be looking out for you. Do you feel like there's more money spent investigating the claim than actually a person would even get? Does that happen usually? Nah, it, it never had like because usually it's it's stuff in there like you can do a few things that can help. Like there's you can have a biomechanical expert if someone is you know faking injuries or you're like man, there's no way this accident did that. But let's say they end up trying to stretch it out. Like they you know they treat for six months, get injections or get recommendations for surgery where they know it's not from this accident, but they they don't think you know that, so they try to go ahead mm-hmm. you know and get that stuff done. If you didn't do that investigation, you gonna you know a surgery that's worth like a hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars. A lot of people don't have that type of coverage on their policy, so you'd be stuck, you know, paying the max for just you know a claim like that. But for what it costs to get a biomechanical expert, they can look and you know show you basically put the accident together and show hey these accident this you know this injury isn't even possible based on you know this, and I can show you this why, and then have another doctor go yeah I agree with that, and then instead of you paying a hundred thousand out of your policy. You basically paid, you know, fifteen hundred, eighteen hundred, whatever it costs for your attorneys, and walked out paying nothing on that. And you know, I'm pretty sure you as the insured are happy. You know, you ain't pay off a bogus claim. Do you That's shake your true. Do you shake your head whenever you see people drive in the snow, or if it's like an ice storm? No, anytime it rains, like the same, like when it rains, it claims. Anytime I just know it's like snow and rain, I'm like, I'm just wondering, <laughs> you know, what claim I'm gonna have like Monday or Tuesday, like because I know. Someone is out there because no one is, you know, staying home. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I'll say one thing that I guess people don't know, I guess, about insur- uh, with insurance companies, like with people trying to do like the jump ins that I find that there is actually data you can use in certain vehicles. It's called a, a CDR. It's like a data recorder, which can tell you if, you know, someone, oh. you know, was holding on to the brake at the time of the accident or someone was in the passenger seat or in the rear seats in some cars. So when people do the jump-ins, that's the easy thing to uh, to check. And like, yeah, there's no one, you know, no one showed up in this camera and being in a passenger seat or the rear seat. So I definitely know they weren't in there. And because the driver said there was multiple people in there, like now that we know that you're a liar, I'm not even going to accept your claim. Would Would you say thing. Would you say you're more like Ben Stiller or Jennifer Aniston on Along Came Polly? <laughs> <laughs> Nah, it's, I'm definitely not Ben Stiller. I'll probably, I'll probably be Cause I just remember the dude with his with his chest all out running on his face. Nah, I won't do that. Be honest, now. Eat spicy food. Yeah, the spicy food. Oh, I love yeah. spicy food. That's a good yeah, idea. Mm. Yes, you do. Now, wait. Have you ever had a claim that you closed and it's dead and buried? And then they Ooh. went on Judge nah. Judy and tried to fix it. <laughs> nah, I haven't, I haven't no, had no. that, but I've had Wait. claims where I've closed and thought it was done with. And then uh, later on, somebody found some evidence or some unknown witness and then, uh, you know, filed a suit. And then we ended up where I had denied it, actually had to uh, to pay, you know, pay it in court. So it's been certain things like that. But I've had nothing. Oh, wow. I have had nothing that crazy. Probably the craziest one that I've had was a, uh, was a guy on a light rail uh, train, which is out here in Baltimore City, where we had video of the accident. And you could see, like, nobody moved. Like, where it was, like, a couple sitting right near the window where our driver kind of mm-hmm. uh, bumped the train as he was going by. And mm-hmm. you could see the people sitting right near the window. Their conversation never stopped. And this one guy was trying to, 
you know, milk it like he went to the ER because he was on the train. Like he was just trying to get paid, trying oh. to get paid something. And then I wow. saw the video and saw nobody move and I denied it. And then he sat there and basically called every day trying to talk to different adjusters to see if he can get some kind of money until we had to lock him out of his own claim. Wow. Because he kept calling in trying to get it changed and then went to court. The judge saw it, threw it out, like basically laughed at him, threw it out. And then that guy filed a complaint saying that everybody was against him. So then I had to have a second conversation to go in front of like the insurance commissioner to go to like argue against what? that for him basically to get shut down again. Like, no. Like, wow. So that's probably the craziest one that I had. Wow, some people yeah, are especially relentless. when they like. It's usually the one that argues the loudest. It's the one that did the most wrong. and know he wasn't hurt, but they're just trying so bad to get over. Like they want to talk to your manager or go above. It. Let me speak to your supervisor. Let me speak to this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now you can go away to CEO. The answer is still gonna be no. So when you're going through things like that, how long does a typical case usually take? I can range. Like I've had them where after I got the statement from my driver and the other person, where I've closed the claim, and that's you know the end of it. And then you have some where, you know, it depends on your state. Uh, go to statue like Jersey, you have two years. Maryland, you have three years. Uh, Delaware, I think, is two years. For the most part, it's generally three years. Um, I forget there's a state I don't handle it, but I think you have, like, almost seven years to file something. I'm like, man, that's just way too long. Wow. And that's that's basically, wow. like, from the accident. So, like, you cannot three. tell anybody anything. You can wait basically until your statute then present your case. Like, if it's three years, you ain't have to say nothing, you know, two years and, like, 11 months. Go, okay, yeah, I want to submit this claim. And you, you know, basically open it until that statute runs, or at least they file suit in court. That protects statute if you file suit. Would you feel comfortable ranking insurance wow. companies and- from best to worst? <laughs> <laughs> from well, I would say well, I'll say one that that from what I see, well, there's two that I see that aren't good at all. I'll, even though I've, I've worked for them in the past or I had some dealing, but I would say State Farm and Geico. Uh, Geico is probably the worst I've come as far as when you're buying insurance uh, for anybody because they don't like basically they're just trying to get you the lowest rate possible. So a lot of times they'll do certain things like waive your PIP, which is something that can benefit you. That's your uh, personal injury protection. So if you're hit, whether you're at fault or not, Mm -hmm. that's what will pay your medical bills. So whether you're at fault or not, that doesn't cost you anything extra, um, but that's something you want to have. But a lot of times they'll waive that for you just to get the lowest price or they'll give you the, uh, you know, your, whatever your state, they'll give you the minimal limits mm-hmm. and not really explain it. You're just looking at price. Okay, I got it. And then you get into an accident and, you know. They have the worst out. coverage, but the best commercials. <laughs> yeah, that's where, that's where the money is. Right? Going. Money going to the commercial. They're saving from not If paying. they didn't have those commercials. So are they, you know, sometimes when I'm on YouTube looking at videos, I see, you know, all those little commercials that come up and there's some there's a couple of insurance companies that are kind of I guess up and coming and are there any that you recommend that are new that you're like yeah this is actually a good way to you go said for, you said as far as insurance companies uh, yeah uh-huh <laughs> we, we covered the worst is there like some that are new like there's a couple of commercials and mm-hmm. I can't remember what the name of those companies are but they sounded like they're like, okay, put this in your car and we judge based on how you drive. And then you send that data back and they will base your rate. And they're just newer companies that come out. But have you noticed of any new companies that come yeah. out that you would recommend that would be better? Yeah, what I would go, say, uh, because it's also most people are going to, even if you have the best coverage, if you're paying a lot more, you're going to be upset. Each company will have like that 
kind of right track or safe, you know, safe mileage thing where you just put in your car for like 90 days and then they'll give you a discount. Pretty much every of the major companies would have that. But I would say if you're trying to get the biggest bang for your buck, if you're military, USAA is a really good company. They can give you, you know, very good coverage and you won't pay as much. Uh, Liberty Mutual um, and like Safeco, those are uh, pretty good companies from what I've seen. And then I would say Nationwide and Progressive are probably two other ones. Progressive is probably one of the best, like uh, as far as when it comes to claims or paying them, like they're they're generally right on the money. Uh, so you, while you're paying money to them, if you ever have to use them, they generally yeah. also pay out as well. Because there's some companies that you'll have that try to deny every claim if they can. And you're always, you know, jumping through hoops. But the companies that I name, uh, generally you'll get your payoffs from those, you know, when it's necessary. Nashad, do you speed and do you stop at stop signs? <laughs> I Before, I'll say before I was in the claims. Yeah, I sped, do a little bit of stuff, like all the stuff that I see, man. <laughs> man, if you saw me, you like, yeah, like, who is this old-ass lady drive? Like, like, stuff I've seen, I was like, I'm a totally different, I'm like a soccer dad when I'm on the road now. That's funny. Soccer dad. That'll change you, for sure. You do, like, soccer dad, dad body? Is that how it works? Yeah, that's what, yeah, you come <laughs> off. You get it you get the play. I'm, I'm out looking for my minivan next week. <laughs> Are you serious? Oh, nah, snap. oh okay. I'm like, oh, cow. <laughs> oh. no, no, he went overboard. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, all right. At this time, what we're going to do is we're going to just do a little wrap up. Anybody got anything else they want to just get out, or anybody got any shout outs they want to go through before we do this? Well, I just want to give our little podcast a plug. Uh, you can find That's Why Show on Apple, Spotify, Podbean, all of the listening platforms. And we are a comedy podcast. And like like I said, nothing is off topic. Nice. Nice. That's great. Yes. And the same kind of goes for this podcast. So you can email us for questions or if you guys got anything you want to input on the show. We do do a listener show. Every four or five shows, something new we're trying to do to work that in. And you can email that at timewest83 at gmail.com. So with that being said, let's uh, wrap it up. Thanks, guys. Have a good night. All right. All right. Thank you, guys. Have a great one. Drive safely. Buy your merch at madeitinc.myshopify.com. Any questions or concerns, send to timewestshow83 at gmail.com.